player. And welcome to Versus Player, the podcast about games, life, and everything in between. I'm Jonathan. I'm Jonathan. Joseph. Or Joe. Uh, uh, I'm Jace. Jason. Jason. J- Jason. Hey, doing? Jason? I just I thought I didn't have a nickname actually, and then I realised I did have a nickname. I'm Jace. Wow. Can we can just start the podcast? <laughs> and so on today's podcast, we're going to be talking about fun stuff like, uh, uh, yep, launch is coming up again. So let's talk a bit more about that. Um, we have some updates uh, from our experiences with pre-ordering things at EV. And uh, we'll talk about our usual good old what games we're playing. Um, to kick us off, I am actually going to jump in with something that you guys didn't know about. I've got an update on my uh, Nerf Halo gun. Oh, yes. So I cracked and went to Big W and bought one. <laughs> yeah, you did. <laughs> yeah, I did. Well, 10 bucks cheaper. And then I went straight back to EB and went, I want a refund um, a pre-order. And the guy looks at me and goes, oh, nice Nerf gun. Did you get that from Big W? And I said, yeah. That, in fact, that's why I'm here. I'd like to refund the, <laughs> the pre-order that I just got. And he went, oh, yeah, good point. <laughs> just put the money straight into another pre-order ad coming up. So um, I don't think we heard from any of our listeners last week we didn't we no. didn't hear any from any of the listeners no so no free nerf gun no free nerf gun that being said and done challenges out there this is going to run till my birthday in december if you would like either a free game or a free nerf gun write in and if if you've tickled our fancy if you've amused us in some way made us come up with a discussion that's interesting i will personally buy you either a nerf gun or Cyberpunk twenty, what was it, twenty seventy seven? Yes, it is. Are you? Why are you doing that? Can I write in? Well, sure, oh, but but I'm not going to give it to you. <laughs> but if you really want a copy of it, Jace, I'll buy it for you. I, I do um, really want a copy of it, but I, I will I will purchase it for myself. Thank you. A, this is out of the goodness of my heart. I want. I'd love some engagement from our audience. I know you guys are listening. Um, if if you're interested, write in. Now, this is not a guarantee that you will get something, but if we get a number of people, we'll choose one of you and send you something cool your way. So awesome, Sounds fair. Yep. And and with the with Cyberpunk, you'll have to um, won't have to fork the money out for a while because when's it coming out now, Jace? Uh, the tenth of December. It's like twenty one days. That's, that's a good day, days, isn't it? That's oh my god, day, that's, a, that's a very interesting day. <laughs> That would be my birthday. That's why I chose that game as the the option, the other option. That's why they 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 heard about the versus player promotion and they're like, we got to move the game for versus player, so it coincides with Jono's birthday. So there you go. Keanu Reeves is actually delivering the game to Jono personally. I've heard that would be great, but it's not going to happen. Also, if if the Nerf gun was more your speed, please tell us soon because those sorts of things sell out quite quickly. So we'd like to get you one. Nice. How do you um, feel about the delay? Yeah, how do you feel about it? Can I, I'll tell you how um, Ubisoft feel about the delay. I just pre-ordered Assassin's Creed Valhalla because I'm like, well, I want to play something new when I get, when I get my new Xbox and I was going to be playing Cyberpunk on PC. But I thought, well, $68, I think it is, Australian on Amazon. I thought, why not? I'll sell it on eBay in two months and I'll probably get $70 for it. So, um, yeah, so I, I bought it in a different game because... Cyberpunk's not coming out. Does Assassin's Creed have the free upgrade path or not? 
Yeah, well, on X, yeah. yeah, on Xbox, it's just an Xbox version. So it runs on Xbox One X or Xbox One, whatever, and Xbox. Is it enhanced? There is a, it's an enhancement for the X. So the new Xbox um, games, like even with Crash, it says on there, just on the on the spine of the um, the game, it just says Xbox. It doesn't say Xbox One anymore. So that's what they've been doing with the new games because it's Xbox family of games now. And with Valhalla, in the top right corner, there's a little black X up there, and it says um, Series X underneath it. So it works oh, on both. Are you sure there aren't two different versions, though? I'm, I'm fairly sure. I'm, I'm going to okay. look up my purchase. I could be wrong, but that's, that's how I look. That's how I read it. When I looked at it, that's what it looked like to me as somebody who you know, knows video games, but that, that's how it came across to me. I'm I... I just realized as well that people aren't really going to get all that confused between the X and the S now because you can only get disc-based versions of the X. So Xbox One, Xbox Series X. Okay, so there's another version of that case. Sorry, John is showing a case at the moment. It looks like the traditional one. It's got a little black bar that says Xbox One and then Xbox Series X. But there's that's are for Star actual, Wars Squadrons. And that's for Star Wars Squadrons, which is and it does just say Xbox release. on the spine as well. But... So that's the one. The one that Joe is showing now has Xbox exactly the same way that it does on Jono's one, but it also has an X in the top right-hand corner. So that's what I'm saying. And, it, and it is for both. It, it says yeah, right. here, Xbox One and Xbox Series X. So that's really there interesting. There you go. Yeah. Good way to do it. That's that, um, their upgrade system. They've been very clear with that from the beginning, that you know, it's going to work across all and you don't need to upgrade to play the latest games. They've been saying that for a very long time. And I'm still wondering if... They're going to kind of backpedal on that, particularly with the backlash about Halo being what how, being showing how it showed. It didn't look, you know, as next gen as we were all kind of hoping. But um, I think it's you know, yeah, it's pretty clear. Well, Halo's going to be interesting because they just the um, creative director for Halo. Uh, I, I suddenly forget his name. I think it was Eric something. He's the second creative director. Uh, has just left Halo Infinite, and it looks like Joe Staten, who was um, uh, old friend from the original Halos back in Bungie is the uh, the lone creative director on it now. Just as an aside, because, you know, yeah. this is all Halo all the time. Well, you got your Halo jumper on there, Jono. Um, you know, it's interesting with the games, though. I was looking at buying, so um, with the next um, gen game, sorry, I was looking at buying Sp- Spider-Man Miles Morales. And yep. the PlayStation 5 version on Amazon is $89. The PlayStation 4 version is $79. Um, I, I, yeah, I was, I was surprised it's not doing the same thing. It's, it's, it's absolutely a different skew. Um, oh, I think, but you've heard about the upgrade path for that. It is the most convoluted upgrade it path. Is. Yeah. Imaginable in terms of if you buy the PS4 version, then you get the PS5 version of, of the Miles content, but not the remaster of the original Spider-Man. And yeah, it's all over the place. So I think that's, it's a really smart move on. Uh, Microsoft's part to to really make it clear that this game works on this console and this is what you're getting. And I, I'm intrigued if that X in the corner on that picture of um, Assassin's Creed Valhalla does mean that it's a Xbox Series X game and it takes advantage of that in, in a full way and then you can also happen to play it on the older consoles. I don't know. I'm very confused by it all. I, I don't know. Like, I mean... If if you're if you're somebody going in you you're going in maybe to buy a console for your kids for Christmas or otherwise, 
I'm, I'm not really sure um, how retail staff are going to approach it, but I guess they would just simply say that, look, if you want to buy discs, um, which are often cheaper, and they usually are, you know, you can pick up a new release now for $68, as Joe said, whereas if you're going to buy it online, it's going to be 99 And that is a, it was a big jump. You know, a couple of games, well, not a couple of games, but, you know, maybe 10 games or something with, with those savings could potentially get you the, the difference between an, an S and an X in terms of price, if yeah. that makes sense. Um, but, you know, you don't have that luxury on the S. You're, you're basically buying a cheaper console, uh, what, what would be deemed, a, you know, a less powerful console. Um, but then you're also not getting those, those savings, sort of $20, $30 savings um, by, by buying a disc. You have, I, I you think, have to go discless. I think there's a shift in um, the way you approach it, though. As long as you're not determined to get it day one, then you can get it cheaper. Like I bought some games the other day. I bought uh, Ghostbusters Remastered yep. uh, for the, the Xbox One. And also, um, I've always wanted to play Aliens vs. Predator from the 360, and both of them were 12 bucks. So, like. This is digital, right? This is digital. Yeah. So I think there's a lot of savings still to be done in digital, but it just means you're getting them later. But then also with Game Pass, if it's something owned by Microsoft Studios, you're getting a day one as part of Game Pass. So who cares? Absolutely. absolutely. And look, that falls, the S absolutely falls in line with the non-hardcore game, yeah. right? First of all, it's more underpowered. It's even, even its look is like less sort of obvious. Imposing. You know, it's, it's, it's smaller. <laughs> Apparently it's like the size of a tissue box. Somebody said it was the size of a Bible. I don't know. It, but anyway... It looks like a third the size of the X to me. I saw a side by side recently, and it looks really nice. It is. It is like really. It, it's it's a tiny little thing, and like I'm I'm really looking forward to getting one now because I wasn't expecting it to. I know people said it was small, but I wasn't expecting it to be like that. Like I feel like yeah. it's something that I could, you know, even stick at work, and nobody would know what it is. It looks like a speaker almost. Yeah. You know what? Um, you can put it on the back of a bookshelf when you're doing videos <laughs> online for months and months, and no and, one will know. No There's one actually know. one behind me right now. Um, here it is. <laughs> Um, but yeah, the, so that's the thing about the S, right? It, you know, they, they might be buying it for their kids. So Game Pass goes along with it. But even then, if you're not, if you're a patient gamer, uh, there's a subreddit for that on, on Reddit called Patient Gamers. If you're a patient gamer, yeah. you, you might get the S because you're not, you know, you don't have to have everything day one. And therefore, you don't, you're not going to go out and get a disc. You're just going to wait for it to inevitably be $12 or 15 or 20 mm. or whatever, or, you know, for it to appear on Game Pass, which is pretty likely. Games with gold um, or whatever. Whatever it might, I mean, I don't even oh, know what's yeah. happening with games of the gold these days, but yeah, yeah it's, it's still running, but this is nothing great <laughs> worth looking at. Yeah, um, I don't know. It just, it's an interesting way to go. I, I don't know if, I mean, there's only what well, there's two types of PlayStation fives, right? There's the all digital, and then the one with the Blu-ray drive. That's correct. Um, that's the only difference, isn't it, between? Them? But they're identical in terms of power, and I don't yeah. think that that's particularly confusing either. It's like, do you want to save a couple of bucks to, you know, not have the Blu-ray drive? Um, uh, some people just like, I think it looks a little bit more, it's a little bit sleeker. Like there's like, it's got a different shape to it without the disk drive or with the disk drive, depending on how you look at it. I think the actual mm. casing's the same, but I think it's a little bit thinner, I think, from memory. They've got um, interchangeable like case things on the side of them mm. as well. Like you can get like a red, a camo, a blue. Oh, I didn't realize cool. that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I was bringing back the 360 faceplate days. Yeah, yeah no, in- the, the old Nokia 3310 phone cases. <laughs> <laughs> well, it's like I was saying, I, I don't want another white console. Um, I don't have to have a white PlayStation if I were to get one straight away. I could just, but I who knows how much these things are going to cost. In disguise in the backyard. Yeah, you won't even know where to put it if I if I lose it. Oh. <laughs> you know, so you were saying this all led to from from the question stem from the question about about the cyberpunk delay. What do you think about it? Like, are you even going to play it, Jono? Um, 
I think I'd like to, but I'm not in a rush. Right. And my only concern is it'll end up like um, Red Dead 2, which was even on Game Pass, and I kept thinking, I'll get to it, I'll get to it, and then it was gone. So, <laughs> yeah. I've played wow. the best level anyway. <laughs> that is true. The Lenny, Lenny level. Lenny. Yeah, that is the best level. Thanks for that, Jason. Um, yeah, the... I don't know, man. Like, the, the cyberpunk sort of situation is interesting, right? I've Like, I saw a trailer for it in, like, 20-something. Like, early early 2012, 13, maybe. I don't know when it popped up. It's been a long time. And it looked really, really good. It was really exciting. And, you know, The Witcher was... The Witcher 3, I think, had just come out. And it was sort of super-duper popular. And, you know, CD Projekt Red could do no wrong. And they've worked really, really hard to, to bring this game. But... It's crossing generations. Like it was meant to be yeah. out in March, and then I think it was what September, and then it became November, and now it's December. Um, I don't think it's going to jump again. You know, I think that they're going to stick with that. But you know, they're they're basically they're releasing it just after the launch launch of next gen. But uh, like graphics aside, it's still a previous generation game. Like. Even though PC can make things look really, really pretty, they don't change the mechanics and the core of the game and how it's built. A Ubisoft game is still a Ubisoft game. It's not oh, yeah. going to be any better or because you know the graphics have been improved on PC. And while PC is superior in terms of overall performance, it really the games really follow the generation of consoles. There's really a big jump in the way that you control your characters. Um, it's not just about the amount of characters that can be on screen at once, but just... Every seven years is a big jump. Mm. And, and, you know, we've got these great new RTX cards that are going to make everything look nice and pretty. But Cyberpunk is still a previous-gen game. It was built on the bones of that. And now that I'm, I'm watching more and more of these clips, I can see that that's true. Yeah. Um, like, I can, I can see, I can, when they're moving around, I can feel, not to say it's clunky exactly, but The Witcher was a clunky game. I can feel the clunkiness as they're moving around. The way that sort of characters, they're a little bit more sort of like wooden and the mm. way that they sort of turn and face you. Their faces are really realistic, but their their body movements aren't so much. And, you know, it's not like one of those sort of full, it doesn't seem to be one of those full mo-capped kind of games. Um, I, I don't know. It's, I, I'm, I'm looking forward to it. I'm just not as excited as I used to be. And maybe that's because we've. it would have been cool to play it as like the la the big amazing last gen game yeah. um, and it and it isn't that exactly you know it isn't sort of a farewell to that it's actually a welcome to the new gen but is it really going to be new gen i could be wrong maybe when it comes yeah. out it's going to blow my mind because gta was the last like two gens ago now wasn't it is that Correct. right yeah yeah, yeah. And it's, oh, it's straddled that, that yeah so it was like the well. best it was like the best of that last gen and then it was like then it was the best of the gen that we've just in still right this moment like you know in terms of open world games in a lot of ways i know witcher sorry jace um, but like no, it's, such I, a, I agree with you. it's such a huge like game that's phenomenon it's still selling crazy it's often on the top 10 um in terms of the well, it's sales. gonna get enhancements for for the x and, exactly. and the PlayStation five as well that's um crazy. Mm. Mm. well games have changed a lot like you look at it in the last five years they very much become more of that whole service front for the the big titles as opposed to something that you know spans over years as opposed to you know one release maybe a bit of dlc six months down the track and then that's all she wrote so yeah no it's i, I think everything's changed and so that process is changing as well you know that that you reminded me of i'm jumping off this now but you've just said how games have changed 
So last podcast, it might have been the podcast before, I spoke about her in Crash 4, um, which I'm playing with my son and, and my girls are kind of watching. We were playing, like we were passing the controller, like mm. each checkpoint and things. There is a mode in this game, like in the options, it's called, um, I think it's called Pass and Play. And it, you can set up one to four players, like one, I guess, why would you do that? But, but two <laughs> to four players, sorry. And at each checkpoint or at each death, it says player two's turn. And it tells you to pass the controller, yeah. you press A, and you take over. This That's is really cool. It, it is such a cool feature. I want to see this in like all single player kind of platformy games going forward. I don't think it'll be very hard to implement. Um, <laughs> I think it's an awesome addition to the game. And it actually, when we're playing it together, I'm a little bit more aware of what's going on. Like my son was doing a stage where he was playing a different character. So there's, you can choose between two characters in most stages, but then there's some stages where you play as a, another character who's got like a grappling hook thing. And as he's running along, like I'm looking in the background going, oh, there's a, there's a crate there, there's a crate there. Like we're trying to pick up all the crates. And when I was playing, he was doing the same thing. We, we kind of were more invested in each other's kind of playtime, if you know what I mean. Yeah. Because at any moment we could take over. Um I really I really like it. It was it was Do you share progress cool. or is it individual progress? Like if you get crates on your share. life. Okay. We share everything. We share everything, which is really cool. And so really there's no nothing to it other than the thing appears on the screen saying player two, your turn. Yep. But what's the same game. But but what we were doing is sometimes we'd get to a checkpoint and it's like oh I was so close. Let me go again. Or I just died at the beginning of one. Let me go again. But this is like, no, you passed that controller. And there were a few times where, like quite a few times where I died and he was able to get past the part that I had trouble with. It was yeah. really cool. It was awesome. I, I think it's such a cool mode. And yeah, I just want to see it in more games. Yeah, that's really cool. Um, did you guys want to talk about uh, a certain phone call you both received about your consoles? Can we go first, Chase? Yeah, surprising um, call. I, I mean, I don't know. I, I I wasn't I wasn't that surprised exactly. Like it didn't, you know. I I don't I don't think I treated it the same way that you treated it, Joe. I just thought of, sort of saw it as like a, you know, COVID times. We've got to be careful how many people are coming in. There was a period of time where they were saying the Melbourne users, uh, Melbourne Melbourne um, customers, uh, and it may very well have have, have changed. I don't know, but uh, that they couldn't come in. Uh, so who called to the, you, Joe? Uh, EB Games in the city. Cool. Yeah. Did we not say that? No. <laughs> oh, I'm right. so sorry. I thought, no, sorry. <laughs> um, yeah, sorry. It was EB Games that gave me a call and it was basically just to check to see um, if I would become, when I would be coming in and letting me know about their trading deals and all that sort of stuff. Um, and I didn't really approach it, I think, the same way that Joe approached it, which is kind of cool. I didn't think about it that way. So, yeah, go ahead, Joe. I was just saying, I thought it was really cool that they called up and were telling me about what I could do in terms of trading and if I've got a level card that I'll be getting some more and they're telling me the best time to come in, which is between the 3rd and the 9th of November, because that's when the trade bonus is larger, which we've spoken about before. Um, like I'm aware of all this, it wasn't news to me, but if I was just, you know, somebody wanting to buy a console and I was lucky enough to pre-order on the day, I think it was a really good good move on their behalf to kind of inform me of the best way to make the most value for what I'm currently have. And um, yeah, they and you're right. Like the whole, what time of the day do you think you're going to come in? Um, and then they even said, if you pay fully in advance beforehand, um, when you come in on the day, you give them like they'll give you like a fast pass card or something, which basically means you don't have to line up with the people who are trading in. You just kind of 
it's a quicker process for you. So there'll be like a separate kind of line, I guess, which might be a long line because I imagine there's lots of people doing it. But the Xbox comes out a few days before the PlayStation anyway, right? I think it was the 13th for the PlayStation. I actually didn't know when the PlayStation released. Um, I might and I was, I was talking to Roy about that. And he said he didn't know either. He just placed the pre-order online and it will show up when it shows up. He's not, he's not particularly <laughs> fast. But um, I, I didn't realize it was, they, were, they were that close together. I did ask, um, ask the AB staff member on of the November. Phone, 12th of November. Right. I did ask the, the staff member on the phone. She was very lovely. Uh, and I said, look, I'm, I'm trading in my Xbox sort of One uh, X for this. Um, and she's like, oh, you didn't, want the, you didn't want the X then, you know, the Series X. And I said, look, I wanted it, but I'm not going to get into that. Um, but I said, when I traded in, I, and she's like, you're asking about like getting a refund, aren't you? And I'm like, well, yeah, like I've, I, I, I will be basically paying $80 for the, for the console, but I've already paid 200 So are you... Are you going to be giving me one hundred and twenty dollars back? And she's just like, "Well, yeah. If you're not going to take advantage of like any of the promotions, we've got all that organised in our system already." I mean, I'm sure that somebody considered it, but it seems like one of those oversights. These people trading in the top tier console of last gen for the bottom tier of, of next gen. I didn't think that they would have considered it. Maybe and, mm. um, it was just cool that she knew. I guess other people are asking the same question, but it's kind of cool. I feel like I'm going in. I'm getting a new console, and they're going to hand me one hundred and twenty bucks. Um, I don't know. I mean, I, I, there's got to be some way for me to That's be good. able to get excited on launch day. You know, I didn't get exactly what I wanted. Um, I'm, I'm getting the 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 second second tier prize or whatever it is. Um, I can't I can't remember what they call them second something prize. Um, but uh, but yeah, I don't know. Um, I'll, I'll get it all done before the day just to make it easy. Yeah, same. I got to say, it was pretty funny. The lady on my call was lovely as well. Um, but when she said, um, you know, if you want to pick up any games or accessories on the day, and I just thought. Yeah, I, I might, but I'm sorry, your prices are so high. Like, did you say that to her? No, I didn't. But <laughs> oh, I was thinking, right, thinking I thought it. that, and I'm like, I, I know they 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 do price match, but I imagine with that they're going to probably say, well, nobody's got stock of anything. Um, I, I did ask about the blue controller. I like that. Have you seen the blue controller that's coming at the same time? It looks really cool. I, I thought I could pick that up for the one of the kids or my son for Christmas. But, do you know um, how much trading selling value it out already? You- do you know how much trading value you get for a controller? Like for oh, one of the old? I've got to give you ones? mine on, on Sunday, Jay. So I'm going to bring my broke, uh, second broken one to give you because oh, I did you. ask that question that you do need to trade it in with the controller. Although last time I traded in a console, they didn't take my controller and I didn't offer But it if I them. want to sell a controller to EB Games, like an like old... Bucks, like if I, I just put... Said. 20 bucks. Mm. 20, 15, 20 bucks. I, I mean, I, there's not that much different with the old con- controllers and the new one. I just kind of want a new controller, but I don't know. So get a new controller and have a few spares Very to true. play multiplayer. They, they did show, like, there was that Xbox um, user interface video on YouTube throughout the week, and they did briefly, I saw, either it was there or somewhere else, I was speaking about the controller, and they said about the textured grips, um, which I have on my, yeah. um, I've got it in my hand now, my Giz um, 5 Xbox. That's yep. on my, my Elite controller. as well, yeah. Oh, I love it. And there's texture on the Game back changer. of the actual yeah. um where the, where yeah, the rubber like is the as well. It's, it's really nice, but the D-pad is the other big thing. And the controller itself is a little bit smaller um, on the new Xbox. Yeah, and the weighting yeah. is different too. Um, and the yeah. share button. So the share button on the PlayStation, I, I you know, it's it's kind of similar thing. You press the share button there, though, it kind of opens up the app. You have to hold it just to do it within the game. But on the Xbox, the whole share system, where it's like you press it once, it takes a screenshot, Straight away, you hold it. It does a little recording of the video. But they said when you are setting up your console, you do it through the Xbox app. 
So your phone is automatically synced before you even start setting it up. And then all that photo, all those videos go to your phone instantly. I really like that system. I think it's, um, yeah. you know, it's something I'm not going to be like putting it on social media. I'm, I might for versus player, actually. Just to share with but each yeah, other. Actually, you know what? Yeah. I'll put some things on versus player social media. I'll do that for sure. But, um, you know, it's it's a yeah fun, easy way to share with you guys. Like rather than all the yeah. photos I've taken of my screen because it's the quickest way to kind of do it. Um, just Screenshot of the screen, yeah. What was it in Final Fantasy recently? I got to the top level of the, of the stairwell, 56 levels or something. Wasted a lot of time in my life. I loved it. Um, yeah. <laughs> Actually, did you guys notice in our Xbox uh, Club versus Player that I've shared two screenshots? I didn't, and that's because I never look at clubs, and I didn't even know that you know. I didn't know I that didn't anybody put posting. comments there. That's so I'll hilarious. Leave that quiet so for I'm not. You guys. I'm not. I wouldn't like. I'm. I'm on the Xbox a fair bit. Like I had nothing that indicated that. I don't get notifications. I didn't scroll down to a section that had it. You know. So that's that'll be interesting to see if they change that to make it more obvious to. Well, I noticed somebody in our group noticed it, and not out of us right now, but yeah. uh, Brendan definitely noticed it and commented on one of them. So, um, yeah, take a look. Brendan's Brendan's good at that sort of stuff. Like yeah. he, I mean, technically, I know he's gonna he's gonna ask for the Nerf gun, but like <laughs> he, he's good he's good at he's good at spotting that sort of stuff. Like he'll go into comments on videos and he'll like make you know. So maybe he pays attention to that sort of stuff. I guess he's yeah. I don't know if he's actively good. looking for it or if he's just. I don't know, in tune with it, but no, it's good on him. Awesome. Um, okay, uh, on a, a slightly different note, I think I might have mentioned this briefly a while back, but I am that much closer to 100,000 yeah. gamer points on how, Xbox. How far off are you? Uh, 990, oh, I said, what was it? 99,961 um, one, man. achievement points. Oh, the ones. You got you got to pick an achievement to get you over the line. Oh, yeah, but that Jono, one is annoying. You got to try to either get like nine 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 all the way through, or get the get right on it. What are you going to try? And, are you going to even care about that? Or are you just going to play as nah, That that one made it too frustrating. So uh, my my current goal is to maybe try and get a Halo achievement to get me over the line. So right. I can I can guarantee I can guarantee you. 100,000 tonight in minutes <laughs> and it is kind of Halo themed in the sense that it is made by Bungie. You inter- oh, you, you kind of have my interest and then you lost it when you said it's kind of Halo themed but it's made by Bungie. Well, okay, what's, Bungie, what's the game? Bungie, Bungie is Bungie's, Bungie's amazing. Bungie's amazing. So Bungie makes Destiny, right? Yes. And if you um, load yourself up into, um, into Destiny 2 yeah. uh, and you opt to not use the character that we all created um, Way back, back in 2017. Um, and I only know that because it came out like a day after I got married. Um, around that, around that, like if you delete that character, you'll start a new character at a 750 light level. Oh, and cool. all of the existing missions that were in the game, like the main sort of story, are gone. Well, sorry, yeah. they're not gone. They're considered legacy missions. And yep. you can go back and do them for a development of the story, but effectively it throws you into the game. And this is Destiny 2 with the two most recent expansions, but not the expansions that come out in yep. the next couple of days or whenever it is. Um, will put you at level 20, and levels don't exist in um, in Destiny anymore. It's just light <laughs> level, but it's called level confused. 20. <laughs> yep. it's, it's very confusing, but it basically treats it as though you've done all this stuff that you've never done, and it gives you 60 achievement points. That is very interesting and tempting. 
And just maybe- letting you know that if you were really hoping for it to be um, Halo, but then you thought, oh, I'll just quickly have a look at Destiny for two seconds, you may either be happy or very disappointed. Because <laughs> that'll get you across the line, right? Oh, totally. Look, there's yeah. a whole heap of games that I could actually do to get me across the right line right now. Um, and that Destiny one's appealing. The only thing that, when you just said delete my last character, my last character had that cool Captain America-esque purple shield effect. What was he called? Was it a Sentinel class or... I can't Titan? remember what they were. A Warlock, maybe? There's Titans, Warlocks and Hunters. Yes, maybe... It, oh, I don't know which I, one it was. I feel like you were a Titan, but yeah, I don't ma- know. Oh, maybe it was a Warlock. Because I just saw, you know, shield. Well, you can went, get all Ooh. of that back. Like you get so many bonuses just by loading up into the game. You get all this stuff. Like I was, there was no point in me keeping my old character because my light level was so low. Um, yeah, mine I, too. I just, I just wiped mine, started it again, and it's the, Destiny Two is incredibly daunting when you first start it. It's what I, I call Destiny Two a ding game, and I call it that because <laughs> it's constantly rewarding <laughs> you for stuff and putting off these little sound effects that are just like. Good work, buddy. Like you've done really, really well. Now follow yep. this arrow, and you follow the arrow, and you shoot some more stuff, and it's like, ding! There you go. Have this, and you're like, yeah, I feel better. And you know, everything is just like one point higher than what it was, and yeah. your shirt changes from white to a little bit more purple, and then you know, and that's it. Um, but for whatever reason, it's it's following that same that same ethos of seven seconds of fun over and over and over again. Um, and it, it's well, it's. The- their old ethos was 30 seconds of fun in Halo. And oh, was it 30? I thought it was 7. It was, okay. it was 30. Uh, you'd think 7, wouldn't you? Because um, that's Bungie's magical number. But yeah. the um, I, I always found... I thought that was an interesting thought, but in Destiny 2, I always felt like it was forcing me to change. Like, I found a look I liked of my, my character, and the next minute, oh, here's a bit of gear that you need to be a bit stronger to fight the next set of bad guys but it changes my whole look yeah. and um yeah i don't know i mean i get that they want you to get unlock more gear and and keep rewarding you so that that whole little you know uh, endorphin hit happens and you, you keep playing but um I, I it actually started to frustrate me so i mean part of me wants to get in and see what it's like playing with you again but um part of me is like that's a really good idea for a feature in a game though Jono, where because a game like destiny where you can you know, change your level and whatever it is, your stats and abilities with a new costume to be able to do that, but leave the old skin on, like have that option instead of changing it. I think that's a really cool idea because I played so many games in my life where I'm like, I don't want to wear that stupid hat. I want like in in Final Fantasy, I'm like, I'm not changing Cloud's Buster Sword or whatever. It's a Buster Sword, right? Yeah. Yeah, I'm not changing that. It's iconic. I'm not using another sword. That's what Mm -hmm. he carries. That's what my cloud figure in my nerd room has. That's what yeah. he's carrying in this game. And, yeah. you know, the other one might be better, but I don't care. And I think that's a really cool idea, because why not? Well, there's yeah, a game exactly. that does that very, very well. Um, Monster Hunter. So okay. Monster Hunter, um, uh, people refer to, to people also as fashion hunters. And the idea was that you just dressed yourself up to look as good as possible. It had nothing <laughs> to do with what stats you get, it gave you. And Monster Hunter World had so many quality of life changes. And one of them was that you can wear armor that um, reflects... Uh, so you can wear armor that statistically boosts your character in the right direction, but then you can get a overlay over the top of it to look another way. So you can have starting armor uh, or you can have a funny hat or you can have whatever you want. And it's just a skin over the top. And they're in two different sections and people love it because they're yeah. super powerful, but they look cool. That's two things this episode that every game needs to have. There's that and the pass and play. All right. Yeah. We're, we're, we're helping you all out, game developers. 
Previous. Well, I, I think even with the update to Ghost Recon Breakpoint, they did the same thing. They they, re- cool. they removed all the upgrading, so finally I could stick to a gun that I liked and to a look that I liked instead of chasing the old, the old mighty you know highest geared number. So yeah, it's it's interesting what developers are playing with now to try and keep that thirty seconds of fun going, so that you're constantly getting that endorphin hit and you keep constantly playing. But um. Yeah, how they're achieving it and how they're balancing it is really tough. I'm, I'm yeah. intrigued to say where the next sort of year and a half goes because, uh, yeah, I don't think they've hit it just yet. So, what are you guys playing at the moment? Uh, I, I, yeah, Crash with the kids, a um, bit more Hades. I said last week I got that um, gun weapon and it is awesome. I think that's going to be my one that I finish my first run with finally. I'm, I don't know, I think I'm on my. I don't know, 15th, 20th run or something. I'm still yeah. enjoying that a lot. Um, and yeah, my weekend game, it's almost the weekend. Uh, back <laughs> to Ghost of Tsushima uh, nice. multiplayer. I'm looking forward to it. I had a good stint on it um, last Sunday night. Um, but yeah, otherwise, I played a bit of Apple Arcade. Um, yeah. I, I played that, I think it's for the last campfire or something, or last light or something. Okay. Where is it? So my, yeah, the last campfire. I really like it. Really charming little. Um, puzzle game um, looks really nice. It's by the guys from um, is it Super Giant? Um, what's your game, Jace? Space Jace? Uh, no Man's what? Sky. No Man's Sky. Did uh, I didn't know no Man's Sky made any other games. Yeah, it's from like a little crew of people Super... in it. Super yeah, all right, Giant. okay. Yeah. yeah. Uh, cool. How about you, Jace? Um, I played like I've dabbled in like little things here and there. I've started this game called Monster Prom Two Monster Camp. Um, which is like a monster dating sim. Um, it's like one of the new and trending and top sellers on Steam at the moment. It's like overwhelmingly positive and it okay. made me get it. Um, I tried the original a long time ago and I liked it. Um, it's, yeah, it's just a cool little story-based game, but it's just fun to sort of find out what happens. The humor's, the humor's really good. It's definitely like more adult end on in terms of the humor, but, but I'm enjoying it. Um, what else? Uh, there has been an update recently to collection of games. Um, so if you um, have, it's not they're not just Game Pass games, um, but although a majority of them are on there. But there's an Android update that allows you to play a lot of games touchscreen. So you can remotely connect to your um, Xbox, and then you can play Slay the Spire as as a touchscreen game. Um, uh, Streets of Rage Four was one of them. Streets as well. of Rage Four is another one that does it as well. Um, I wasn't mm-hmm. actually expecting them to do any of this, but I started noticing. Um, Xbox saying that it was like available on Android, and I was just yeah. like, "What? Like, are they releasing these as full-blown games on Android?" But no, you you just remote in, and it and it works quite well. Um, especially Slay the Spire, you know, it's it's designed, in my opinion, for for something that would be touchscreen based. Um, and the the real one that's taken up a majority of my time is Destiny. Um, as I mentioned before, Destiny Two, and the reason I think is I had no intention of returning to it. Like, I really enjoyed that time that we played, and I remember I said like. It, it reminded me of like the the days of Halo where we all got together and you'd play the yeah. campaign. Um, but, you know, it was more of a persistent sort of world kind of feel. And then I guess it all just sort of fizzled out and we stopped playing it. And they made it free to play. And, uh, you know, you always associate free to play games as um, they're trying to sell you something or whatever, but they're really not. They just, you know, they make money off their season passes or their expansions. The yep. season passes really don't add like as in the same sort of season pass style that you would experience in Modern Warfare. They don't really add a whole lot to it um it's just you know extra items and stuff like that but i mean the beauty of destiny comes comes to this it it isn't cross play yet but it is cross save meaning that i can create a character on xbox create a cross um save account and that character will then appear on pc 
And if on PC I only have the base free game, I can only access the base free stuff. And if I want to play the expansion stuff, I'll then go ahead and go back to my Xbox if that's the way I want to go. Cool. Um, but the best thing about it is is just the fire teams, man. Like, as in, just before I jumped onto this podcast, Roy was still at work, and he was running around in the game. He was on a meeting or something, and he was running around in the game. And I just pressed join, and I was immediately in the game with him. And then we stepped. I stepped out of. He was standing there stationary, and I I stepped out of a cave, and there was something for me to do, and it was fun. And then I nice. turned it off, and it's there. I, I got my my little items, and I got my thing, and and that's it, man. Like, it's it's mindless, but it's again 30 seconds of fun over and over again um, i like the direction destiny's gone in and i think i'm going to play it on and off for quite a long time yeah that's what i like about um hades at the moment and sorry super giant games are the guys who make hades it's what's yeah. it called? hello hello, hello games, games. Hello games. Sorry, yeah. my, my bad before but yeah i was i was saying to ali what i'm loving about hades is the sort of game i can just play a little bit of i've played quite a bit yesterday afternoon when i got back from work um, but easy pause and just pick it up wherever. I, I like that sort of thing. It's, yeah, that's awesome. yeah, that's really cool. Um, I, I haven't been playing a lot. I've I've almost finished Katana Zero, which is just amazing oh. for a two D side scroller with um, you know some time mechanics and uh, yeah, really cool game. Absolutely loving it. But um, I also went. I I got dragged back into Warzone to complete the Halloween event. And yep. I found all the items throughout Verdansk. So I've got me a little pumpkin-themed assault rifle. Um, <laughs> which, it's funny, I got to the end of it and was like, cool, I've got it. And it's like, oh, bored now. Um, which made me realize what I really enjoy about Call of Duty is when I play with you guys. Yeah. Um, yeah, like it's, it's a lot of fun. It's, it's nice to work together as a team and see how we go and when we achieve something brilliant. But when you're doing it by yourself... There was that thrill of the battle pass back in the day, but yeah, that thrill is gone. So I, I think I'll, I'll wait I, till you guys feel like playing again, and then maybe I'll jump on. I definitely agree with you. And there was there's a lot of high risk, high reward stuff in Warzone that no other game can capture. Mm. Um, and again, not to plug it too hard, but Destiny Two, and I really never thought I'd go back to it, but it, it sort of straddles that line a little bit. Like it's, it you can get into a game really, really quickly. There are some really challenging. Um, monsters that you can go up against, and again, it just it's it's kind of Halo esque in the in the way that, it, and why wouldn't it be? You know, it's made by the same yeah. people. But but um, like you can just get in there, you can have a chat with your friends, which I find that we often want to do. We want to have a chat while we're playing Warzone, but it's hard to have a conversation sometimes because all of a sudden, you know, you're in the fire station, and you're like, "There's a guy downstairs, there's a guy downstairs," and Joe's <laughs> trying to tell me about his day, and I'm just like, "Get the guy," and then you forget where you're at and whatever. Like, you know, and then, you know, once you get into that rhythm, you know, and eventually you're just like, all right, let's get serious. We're going to play this thing now. And you're playing it for what it is. You can't just sort of join and quickly catch up. You've got to invest yourself a little bit into Warzone. Yeah. Um, I find, which is great because the feeling that you get from Warzone is amazing. Yeah. Nothing else quite comes close. But um, again, there are there are a handful of games out there and, and Halo would be another one where you can just sort of jump in, kill some monsters, get a little bit of a reward, feel like you've accomplished something and you've been able to catch up with your friends. Is that um, like? Do you reckon that's more PvP and PVE sort of thing, or do you reckon it's that sort of game? Because like Halo, when we play, um, what is it, Johnny? Not Horde mode. That's firefight. His, firefight. That's the one. That's the mode where we just like kick back and relax and chat and whatever. But if we're playing actual yeah. competitive multiplayer, we um, besides getting our butts handed to us, we we try. <laughs> oh, yeah, <laughs> last we played, right, yeah. yeah, last time we played that, we got destroyed. Actually, on that note, um, gents, if you're interested sometime this week, I'd love to play some Firefight in the Master Chief collection because um, a bit of fun right now. 
it's they've got a season format in uh, Halo: The Master Chief Collection where you unlock um, just different looks for your Spartan. And while it's very much like the Battle Pass in uh, Call of Duty, there's no cost involved in it. It's just a bit of fun, and a lot of the ways you get points to unlock those pieces is by you know so many kills or using certain weapons and stuff. So um, yeah, I just thought it might be fun to relive some old days and hang out on a on a classic uh, maybe Halo Three ODST firefight map and see what we can uh, do. That would be really cool. Like I, every time I go back to Halo, I keep thinking, man, why am I not playing this again? Like it, it really hits me with nostalgia more yeah. than than any other any other game. One one thing I've noticed is like there was a period of time where Battle Royale, and it still exists now, but Battle Royale was the new hotness. Like if you could put Battle Royale game modes into a game, yeah, they would do it. But who started the whole season thing? Like where did that come from? Because everybody's doing it. Rocket League's got it going on. Uh, like Rainbow Six Fortnite? started it. Was it Fortnite? Fortnite or Rocket League? It was one of those two. You reckon? I thought it, maybe it was Rainbow Six, but like I, I don't know who, where it came from. I just know that now everyone's following suit in some capacity and, and trying to do that whole games service thing. I think Rainbow Six emulated Fortnite on it, and I think they did it better as far as the hardcore gamers went. Yeah, but yeah. I, I I can't help but think it was either Rocket League or Fortnite that started the season thing. Gotcha. Yeah. It, the 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 Fortnite and and COD model of when you buy a season pass, if you finish that season pass or get to a you know level like seventy or something, they give you enough to get to the, buy next, the one. next one. It's you know that's that's very good business, I think. Yeah, because you you feel like oh it's free, why not? All right, then maybe I'll buy a dance or something because I didn't have to pay for this month. Um, well, yeah, I the, think it's a it's a good good model for them. I was talking about this with M today. There was a a gun that I was killed by uh, in. Uh, Warzone the other day that Jason and I had been talking about maybe only a few days prior to it where I exploded into 8-bit Tetris-like pieces after being oh. killed. Yeah, really cool. Looks absolutely awesome. And I said to him, part of me is really tempted to buy that because that's just cool. And then I, I also realized and said to her, but the only person that really sees it is the person I just killed. Unless I was up close and saw them explode and it's just <laughs> for a split second, m- most of the fun that's happening is actually for the person that died um, assuming they consider that fun. So am I buying these looks? Because even my character look, I see just before I jump out of the plane and then that's it. I'm doing it for other people and not for me. And so, yeah, I've... Um, it's yeah. a weird way of doing it. I'm actually quite surprised that, um, you know, Call of Duty hasn't gone on the route where, you know, you just got killed by this gun, only 9.95, and it, you know what I mean? <laughs> and it pops up on the screen. Um, but yeah, I... I think I think that'd be probably pushing it a bit too hard. It'd be a bunch of rage raging kids who'd accidentally press the button and buy it. Oh, um, totally. But yeah, uh, I don't know. I, I I think you're right. Like I, there was a skin that I really really wanted for ages, and I was just like, I never get to see his face. Like, why do I care? Is it for the benefit of others? Like the fact that they got killed by this weird looking dude, or I don't know. And probably saw them as a flash as they ran past, as you ran past, and then they shot them in the back. So yeah, <laughs> yeah. Uh, in- interesting times that we live in. Um, I'm going to end it with one thought. You were both talking about the pre-orders coming up for the new consoles, and I realised this is the first time in a long time that I've seen new consoles being launched without all the advertising in-store because they've got no consoles to sell. They've all gone on pre-orders. They don't even advertise it in-store anymore. Um, It's almost a sad day. Um, It it, it absolutely is, and and on that, we are very much moving into a digital age and yeah. we ha- we're there already, but 
I think the way of the brick and mortar stores and your EB games and your game stops and wherever you are in the world, um, I think they're going away. I, I don't think so that do they I. can survive as a business model and everyone's buying stuff online now, man. Well, why do you think Zing's gone so so yeah. prevalent into all the EB stores? And actually, that's a topic I'd like to talk about in another podcast. This has been Versus Player, the podcast about games, life, and everything in between. You can find us on versusplayer.com, Instagram, and Facebook. And as we said earlier in the podcast, if you'd like to interact with us, tell us a cool story, maybe ask us our opinion on some things, or uh, perhaps just find a way to interact with us, do, because there could be a Halo Nerf gun, assault rifle, very cool, or a copy of Cyberpunk 2077 coming your way. What's the best way for people to do that, Jono? I don't know. Why don't you tell me, Joe? <laughs> is it the, <laughs> you wanted to do the, the what is it podcast at versus player dot com or you can even that if, you, if, if you're on our Patreon, send us a message over there or on Facebook or Instagram. Any of yeah. those, we'll get it. That would be fantastic. Thanks, guys. See you next time. Thank you. This is player.